Section 10 of Clayton's Quaker Cookbook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Clayton's Quaker Cookbook by H.J. Clayton. Miscellaneous Part 2. Delicate Waffles. Take one half pound butter. One half pound fine sugar, nine eggs, three pints of milk, one and one half ounces of best baking powder, and two and one quarter pounds sifted flour. Beat the butter and sugar to a cream. Add the yolks of the eggs, the milk, and half the flour. Mix well with the whites of the eggs, beaten to a staunch snow, and add the remainder of the flour. Bake in waffle irons, well greased and heated. When baked, the tops may be dusted well with fine sugar or with the mixture of sugar and powdered cinnamon. Forced Meat Balls Mix with one pound of chopped veal or other meat, one egg, a little butter, one cup or less of breadcrumbs, moistening the whole with milk or the juice of the stewed meat. Season with summer savory. Make into small balls and fry brown. Beef tea. Take three pounds of lean beef. Chop as fine as coarse harmony and put in a vessel, covering the meat with cold water. Cover the vessel tightly and let boil for four hours, carefully keeping the beef just covered with the water. Pass through a colander, pressing out all the juice with a potato masher. Strain through a cotton cloth and add a little salt. A glass of sherry wine decidedly improves beef tea. Crab Sandwich Put one half pound boiled crab meat in a mortar and pound to a smooth paste, adding the juice of a lemon. Season with salt and pepper with a pinch of curry powder and mix the paste well with six ounces best butter. Cut slices of bread rather thin, trim off the crust, and spread. Something about pork, the kind to select and best mode of curing. The best quality of pork, as a matter of course, is that fed and slaughtered in the country. Corn, or any kind of grain-fed, or more especially, milk-fed pork, as everyone knows who is not of the Hebrew faith, which entirely ignores this. When properly prepared, well-flavored, oleaginous production, and is fond of pork, from the succulent sucking pig, the toothsome and fresh spare rib, unrivaled as a broil, to the broiled or boiled ham, and side meat bacon of the full-grown porker, is vastly superior to the meat of the slop and garbage-fed animal raised and slaughtered in the city more especially as the butchering of hogs in San Francisco, is at this time entirely monopolized by the Chinese population, who seem to have a warm side, in fact a most devoted affection for the hog, surpassing even that of the bog-trotters of the old sod, for the traditional pet pig that ates, drinks, and sleeps with the old man, the old woman, and the childer. Charles Lamb's account of the discovery of the delights of roast pork, an invention of that luxury by the Chinaman whose bamboo hut was burned down, in raking his pig, 
semi-cremated from the ashes, burned his fingers, which naturally clapping into his mouth to ease the pain, which was changed to delight, causing John's torture-smitten visage to assume in an instant a broad grin of satisfaction at the discovery, is undoubtedly correct, or at least the love for the pork exhibited by the heathen Chinese cannot reasonably be accounted for in any other way. In order, then, to get the best article of pork, wholesome, toothsome, and, what is most important of all, entirely free from any form of disease or taint, great care should be taken to make selections from the small lots fed and slaughtered in the country, and brought into the city most generally in the fall season, and which are to be procured at the stall or shop of any reputable and reliable dealer. Select a carcass of 100 or less pounds with flesh hard and white and thin skin. For salting, cut in pieces 6 by 8 inches, and, after having rubbed thoroughly in the salt, neither too fine nor too coarse, take a half barrel, sprinkle the bottom well with salt, and lay the pieces of pork in tightly. Then add salt and follow with another layer of pork until the whole is packed with salt sprinkled on top. Set in a cool place, and after three or four days, make a brine of boiling water with salt, which, when cool, should be sufficiently strong to float an egg. Stir in a half pound of brown sugar, pour over the meat sufficient to cover, and place on top a stone heavy enough to keep the pork weighted down. Homemade Lard Homemade lard is undoubtedly the best as well as cheapest. If leaf is not to be had, take ten pounds of solid white pork, as fat as possible, which is quite as good if not better. Cut in pieces uniformly the size of your finger and put in a vessel with the thick bottom. One of iron is preferable, and adding one pint of water, put on the range. Keep tightly covered until the water has evaporated in steam. When, leave off the cover, letting it cook slowly until the scraps turn a light brown. When take off, and while still warm, strain through a colander, pressing the scraps hard with a potato masher. Pour the liquid into cans and set away. The next day it will be found snow white, solid and of a fine and equal consistence, and for cooking purposes, quite as good as fresh churned butter in making biscuits, any kind of pastry, or frying eggs. In frying lard, keep a careful watch and see that it does not scorch. New Jersey Sausage Take the very best pork you can get, one-third fat and two-thirds lean, and chop on a block with a kitchen cleaver. One half chopped, season with black pepper, salt, and sage, rub through a sieve, and then finish the chopping. But do not cut the meat too fine as in that case the juice of the meat will be lost. Make the mixture up into patties and fry on a common pan, placed in the oven of the stove, taking care not to cook them hard. Veal is a good substitute for the lean pork in making these sausages, which are much better if made one day before cooking. Pot pie. The following I have found the best manner of making any kind of pot pie. White meat, such as chicken, quail, or nice veal, 
is decidedly the best for the purpose. Stew the meat until tender, in considerable liquid as when you put into the paste, much of that will be absorbed. In making the paste, take one quart of flour and two tablespoons of baking powder, rubbed well into the flour, one quart of pound butter or sweet lard, and a little salt. Mix with milk or water into a soft dough, roll one half an inch thick, cut to size, and lay in a steamer for 15 minutes to make light. Then put in and around the stew, cooking slowly for 10 minutes. Curried Crab Put into a saucepan one quarter pound butter with a little flour. Cook together and stir till cool. Then add a gill of cream, a little cayenne pepper, salt, and a dessert spoonful of East India curry powder. Mix well together and add one pound boiled crab meat, chopped fine. Stir well together, make very hot, and serve. The addition of a glass of white wine adds to the flavor of this curry. To toast bread. Cut bread in slices one half an inch thick, first taking a thin crust from top, bottom, and sides, or shave the loaf before cutting. Otherwise the crust will scorch before the soft part is sufficiently toasted. Cream toast. To make a delicious cream toast, Mix well a teaspoonful of cornstarch with a little cold milk and put in a stewpan with a piece of butter the size of an egg. Pour in hot milk and stir two minutes, adding a little salt. A little sugar is also an improvement and pour over the toast while hot. Fritters. For eggs well beaten, one quart of milk, one quart of flour, two teaspoonfuls baking powder, one tablespoonful sugar, and a little salt. Cook in best lard and serve with hard or liquid sauce, highly flavored with California brandy or white wine. Hash. It is a mistaken idea, labored under by many, that hash can be made of waste material that would otherwise be thrown away. This is a most excellent and palatable dish if properly prepared. Take the shank or other parts of good beef you may have at hand and boil with as little water as possible until quite tender and let stand until quite cold. Then take of potatoes that have been peeled before boiling, one-third the amount of the meat used and chopped moderately fine, adding plenty of pepper and salt to taste. Next, chop two or three onions fine and stew them in some of the liquid in which the meat was boiled, dredging in a little flour, and when thoroughly done, put in the hash, and chop and mix thoroughly. If you think the mass requires moistening, add a little of the fat and juice. Put the whole in a pan, and bake in a quick oven until slightly browned at top and bottom. Should you have good corned beef, not too salt, it is very nice made in this manner. Use the marrow from the bones in making hash. Hashed potatoes with eggs. Chop fine eight or ten cold boiled potatoes. Heat a pan. Cast iron is preferable. Quite hot. Put in butter the size of an egg. And as soon as melted, add the potatoes. Salt and pepper slightly stirring frequently. 
and, when heated thoroughly, stir in four well-beaten eggs. Serve on a hot dish. Baked macaroni. Break the macaroni rather short. Wash and put in salted water. Boil about 20 minutes. Drain off the water. Replace it with a cup of good milk and one tablespoon of best butter. And as soon as boiling hot, put in a baking dish. If you like cheese, grate over it the best California article. Old cheese should never be used and bake to a light brown. For stewed macaroni, omit the baking and the cheese if you like. Drawn butter. To make drawn butter, take two tablespoons of flour, good butter, the size of an egg, a little milk, and make to a smooth paste. Then work in slowly one half pint of water until the flour is cooked. Season to taste. The foregoing will be found a good basis for nearly all hot sauces, for fish, beet, and other vegetables, as well as for puddings. Spiced currants. Two boxes of currants, washed and stemmed, three pounds sugar, one tablespoonful allspice, one tablespoonful of cloves, one tablespoonful cinnamon, boil half an hour. End of section 10.